Um, ooh, let me switch myself back on. Uh, Happy endings are, are what, what we want, I, I certainly want, in, in films and books and TV shows. Uh, we go through the drama of the storyline, don't we? High points, low points, sickness, betrayal, death, joy, horrors. But it's always nice to get to the end and, and for like there's a happy ending. Um, I uh, uh, one of one of my many favourite stories um, to to watch um, is Shrek. Um, weren't expecting that way. Uh, the, the tale uh, of an ogre who uh, is sent out by a king um, to go and rescue a princess locked in a tower. Uh, but it turns out this princess is under a curse and she, him, she, she herself turns into an ogre at night time. Uh, she's under that cur- a curse. Uh, and the only way for it to be broken uh, is if um, true love kisses her. Uh, and of course, um, to, by the time you get to the end, uh, that true love is Shrek. And uh, instead of um, that uh, not be- being an ogre at night time, she, she becomes a, a, a fully an ogre. But Shrek uh, loves her and it's a wonderful, happy ending for them. Uh, well, we've seen that the Bible, um, it, it starts off so well. The world made perfectly good. Uh, described it as full of color, full of life, full of light. Then human beings who are made to enjoy a perfect relationship with God in Eden, th- things turned nasty as they rebelled. Uh, darkness came. The, we were under curse. Uh, and we were left asking the question, how can humanity dwell with God forever again? And we see this finally being worked out at the end of the Bible story in the last few chapters. Uh, And we've read uh, Revelation 21 uh, and 22 together. Uh, I'm going to show us a few things. Um, At some point in the middle of them, we'll have a discussion about some of it. Um, So first of all, uh, Satan's uh, defeat. Satan's defeat. Satan, who, who came at the, the beginning in the garden in the form of the serpent, uh, Revelation shows us that he will be destroyed, uh, along with all who, who haven't uh, turned to the Lord Jesus for salvation. Uh, uh, in chapter 20 uh, and verse uh, 10, Um, It says this, and the devil who deceived them was thrown into the lake of burning sulfur where the beast and the false prophet had been thrown, and they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. God was going, God is going to make the world new. Uh, and as part of that, the, the devil needs to be defeated, thrown into the lake of fire uh, where he will uh, be punished. Because the world that God is making new, there will be no more sin, no more death, no more evil, no more curse. 
But for those who have found refuge in the Lord Jesus, who are found in the Lamb's book of life, they will get to enjoy the new creation that God was going to bring in. And this is good news that evil is going to be dealt with. The world has suffered wickedness and darkness. The reality of sin. God's good creation at the beginning turned dark. And so the serpent's finally going to be crushed. At the beginning we had evil, death, Satan come in. Now that's going to be destroyed forever. We're not told in, in the Bible particularly why there is evil, but, but we are told that there is evil and it will be dealt with. And as you go through the Bible's story, uh, we, we see at the beginning God as creator and sustainer of all. But as we go through the Bible's story, we, we see the depths of God's character, his, his love, his mercy, his grace. Show the lengths he would be willing to go to so that humanity can dwell with God forever again. And for that, he is deserving of all honor and praise. And it is good that he deals with wickedness, that justice will be done. But, but knowing judgment and final judgment is going to come upon wickedness, I think it should move us to compassion. Um, I shared a few verses that I heard about. I heard um, uh, being preached on at the FAC uh, conference I was at a few weeks ago, and I thought I'd share them again because they've really been stuck, sticking in my mind just recently from Jude 22, 23. Be merciful to those who doubt. Save others by snatching them from the fire. To others, show mercy, mixed with fear, hating even the the clothing corrupted by flesh. We need to show mercy to those who are, are heading towards the, the, the judgment that God will bring. Show mercy and compassion to the lost. Of course, we have opportunities to particularly do that at Christmas time. Um, let, let's make the most of the opportunities that God gives us. Let's pray for opportunities. The question we've been asking is, how can humanity dwell with God forever again? Well, we see, uh, as we go into Revelation 21, um, God dwelling with us. God making his dwelling with us. Uh, We've seen this being worked out. Um, through these last weeks. We, we saw a, a few weeks ago um, on a Sunday morning, Emmanuel, God being with us. It's all been, I've been uh, really struck by how all this seems is, is connecting because we're, we're looking at the Bible. Uh, but Emmanuel, he was mocked and scorned and despised and rejected and put to death on a cross. On the cross, he makes atonement for our sin. He was making a way for us to restore our broken relationship with God. And the hope that we have is to dwell perfectly 
with God in this brand new creation. And we read these words, these wonderful words uh, in Revelation 21, uh, 1 to 4. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. There was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven, prepared as a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard in a loud voice, look, God's dwelling place is now among the people, and he will dwell with them. They will be his God, and God, they will be his people even, and God himself will be with them and be their God. God is going to dwell right among his people in the new creation. And it's going to be wonderful. We have so much to look forward to as Christians. This wonderful, certain hope of this new creation. No separation now. Uh, at the moment, we, we get a taste of that. We have the Spirit dwelling in us. But we'll be, be finally fully able to be with God and He with us. We have to see Him, praise Him, freely commune with Him. No more sin getting in the way. For the old order of things, it will be passed away. We'll have a perfect relationship with God. Uh, and then we, um, as, as we move through um, these verses in, in um, Revelation 21, um, I, I wanted to, us to spend a few minutes in uh, verses 15 to, to 20. Um, all, all these numbers and these um, uh, these uh, jewels um, that Christopher uh, wonderfully read out for us. Thank you. Um, what, what's going on uh, there? Um, we uh, read um, about a lot of twelves here. Um, the city was laid out like a square as long as it was wide. He measured the city with a rod and found it to be 12,000 stadia. stadia. Um, we, we've got, um, as you go on, um, the angel measured the wall and it was 144 cubits thick. Um, and you've got the uh, jewels, there's, there's 12 of them, uh, 12 gates, 12 pearls. Uh, what's all that about? Well, it seems that 12 is a significant number in the Bible. There were 12 tribes of Israel. There were 12 apostles. Um, and it seems to be describing the completeness of God's people. Um, and the, the measurements are huge. 12,000 stadia, 1,400 miles apparently. Uh, and when it talks about the walls being 144 cubits thick, that is apparently 12 squared, is signifying completeness. A secure city uh, with the complete people of God being completely in the presence of God. Uh, the jewels that were mentioned, there were 12 jewels. There were sim similar jewels to the, the ones that the high priest wore on his breastplate as he got to go into the Holy of holies uh, in the Old Testament um, temple. And they represented the 12 tribes of Israel as he 
1.10. And now here are all of God's people in God's place, in the holy of holies, if you like. Uh, And it's the same shape, it's a cube shape like the Holy of Holies was. God's people fully together in God's presence. So that's the second thing, God dwelling with us. Third thing, um, Eden uh, restored. Um, We're going to split into uh, our little groups here and have a little discussion uh, about this bit. So um, we, we, we've read these verses, but why don't you scan through them again uh, and answer these two questions. How is Eden restored? How is it even better um, than the beginning? And um, we'll spend five or so minutes in our groups um, chatting uh, before we feed back about some of these things. Who wants to kick us off? River of life. Put him. Mm, but there were. Uh, what what what's the difference with with this? Anyone? Yeah. There were. I think there were. Three rivers in Eden? Four, Four rivers in Eden. Uh, there were, there were set here, there's just the one river of life, and it's flowing from the throne of God. Um, so it's like Eden, but, but better. Excellent. Nothing impure. Nothing impure. Yeah. Unlike in Eden where Satan came in, um, in that secure place and evil has been defeated. Yeah, other things? Yeah. 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 And they were were created to rule over God's creation, weren't they? And now they are reigning forever and ever with with God. Yeah. Yeah, no need for temple. God was present with Adam and Eve in the garden, but but this he's very much central. And um, and what did you say? There's no need for a temple. Yeah, no need to come to God uh, through sacrifice and priests. Expand on that, please. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, we're looking forward to Christ. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're being built into that. Yeah, yeah. And it reaches its... Yeah. 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 Thank you, Ray. No nights. Yeah. Whereas uh, in the beginning... God created the, the sun to, for the day uh, and the moon to govern the night. But, but here there's no night. There is no darkness. Um, what, what's the light? Is it the sun? No. Yeah, God himself. Um, no sun. Glory of God. Yeah. Any any other things before? Yeah. Hmm? No time. <laughs> we won't be looking at our our clocks. <laughs> oh, interesting, interesting. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it will just keep coming. <laughs> Hmm? It doesn't say it, but I don't think we'll be looking at our clock. We're, we could just be there for eternity. Every month. Don't know how literally we take it. <laughs> we, we certainly won't run out of time. Mm. There's a bit. We've got the picture of Jerusalem. Mm. This is even better. Mm. 
And Jerusalem was where the temple was. And here, temple, God's dwelling place with his people. Yeah. Cool. Let's, uh, let's come back together. I'm sure there's, there's a few other things that we probably haven't got down, but many wonderful things uh, in that uh, passage, um, in that place uh, where we will be um, God's people dwelling in God's place, enjoying his blessing. Um, this is a happy ending, but far, far more, isn't it? Um, living like we've never lived before. Um, there's moments on earth uh, where we probably feel um, truly alive, we might say, truly wonderful experience, places we find particularly amazing and awesome. Um, I, I've loved spending the last couple of summers in the, the Lake District, surrounded by mountains and lakes and uh, felt like this, this is this is incredible. This is I'm in awe of God's creation, but this will eclipse even those times. Um, this will be wonderful. Um, and finally, um, final final thought um, that I was pondering on: um, Christ is at the centre of all this. Um, beyond all the majesty and the splendour of the new creation. Uh, wonderful place, Eden, restored, but even better. Um, we see that the, the star is, is Christ. Um, uh, in, in these verses, it talks about, um, in, in verse 22, uh, John says, I did not see a temple in the city because of the Lord Almighty and the Lamb are its temple." The center of worship for the Jewish people was uh, the temple. Uh, but here, uh, it's the Lamb and the Lord Almighty. Uh, the city does not, we've mentioned already, does not need, um, I've got these thoughts on this slide, does not need the light of the sun um, because the glory of God uh, is its light. Instead of being in awe at a wonderful sunset or a wonderful sunny day, we'll be in awe instead of the Son of God, the Lamb of God who died to give us life. Um, and it's before uh, the Lamb um, that we read some wonderful words of 10,000 times 10,000 um, praising God and saying some wonderful things. Uh, and I thought to end uh, our uh, time, um, particularly looking at God's word, um, I thought we'd do two things. I thought firstly we would say uh, these words um, together um, from Revelation chapter in praise to the Lamb of God. And then after that, we'll sing a song which points us to um, the glory of um, Emmanuel's land, as uh, the song describes it as. Um, so shall we do t those two things together in praise 
uh, of the Lamb. Let's, let's stand um, as we say these things. So together, worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. Then I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and on the sea and all that is in them saying to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb, be praise and glory and power forever and ever. The four living creatures said, Amen, and the elders fell down and worshipped. Uh, We're going to sing together.